Hey, guess what, everybody? This is episode 21. That means that uh, we have done half of our first season, which is incredible. I just want to thank everybody. Thank you so much for supporting this, for listening. And uh, you know what? It's a lot. It's a lot to fit this in with your kids and your life and your career. So I really appreciate it. And here's a brand new episode coming your way right now. Just like children, I can't control the ads. So they're, they're coming at you right after this break. Bunch of ads. <laughs> and then we'll be back with Parenting is a Joke. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It used to be chill. It's all up in smoke. I think it's still fun. Panting's a joke. I was cool. everybody, welcome to episode 21 of Parenting is a Joke. How did we fit it in? It's goddamn commendable. It's me, Ophira Eisenberg, and on this show we bring together creative and funny people to talk about their work, their careers, what they're up to, and also what it is like to be a parent on top of that. Or in the middle of it, as the case is usually. Basically, how the fuck do they do it? And today I'm talking to Jordan Klepper about The Daily Show and how he's past the baby-proofing stage and now taking risks. We also just purchased a bunk bed, which Ooh. it told us not to do for some child under six, but we're taking the <laughs> risk. I remember writing an email to a comedian acquaintance who I knew had a small child I had just had a baby. I was struggling. And I asked her, how do I deal with these large, overwhelming feelings that I am totally sucking 
at everything, sucking at my job as a stand-up, but also sucking at my job as a new mom. And, you know, at the time too, my baby favorited my husband, which I should have taken solace in, but instead I felt it was a reflection of how I was doing as a new mom, always seeing myself through the male gaze. When will it end? So she wrote back a bunch of encouraging things, but capped it with, I'm sure you're also a fun mom. And as he grows, you're going to do so many fun, creative, and cool things with him. And I thought, holy shit, now I have to be a fun mom? I was just working on being a base level mom at best. I mean, what does a fun mom even look like? A fun mom could get you a lot of presents, but she plays with you like she could play football with you or soccer. Like maybe go to a water park or something. Uh, the ones that get you must be all day. Who makes stuff with you? Who does out with you? A fun parent would let me bring all my blankets on trips. And we'd eat magic rice and candy for every meal of the day. Ooh, and flatbread pizza. And we'd go to Hawaii. Pretty much nothing but food. Tacos. Like, am I a fun parent? The tacos are good, but the humor is not the best. Like my personality? Yeah, your personality. The one to four-year age group, not my demographic. I bow down to all of you wiggles and wiggle offshoots out there, waggles and kittles and tribbles and zigzags, to every kid's guitar player that works in front of a bunch of crying babies on a colorful rug and travels around with a sack full of mini tambourines. You're doing God's work. But can we agree that when you are struck with the inspiration for an activity, ultimately, you get penalized for it? And by that, I mean, you set a precedent that this is fucking magic, and it happens easily, and it can be replicated every goddamn day. Because I remember, now this was during the pandemic, so there was extra pressure to fill the hours. But I put together a custom scavenger hunt for my kid. It took me like two hours to put this thing together, mapping it out, writing my little clues, figuring out what rhymes with orchid, pork it. Oh, no, that's rude. Drawing little pictures. And then when I introduced the game to Lucas, oh my God, his eyes lit up. He was so excited. He just loved it. I was so proud of myself. He also breezed through it and had a lollipop in his mouth in seven minutes flat, and then turned to me and said that magic command again. And that's when I realized I'd made a huge mistake trying to be a fun, creative mom. No, no, no. Like, how do I explain that this was like kind of a one-off because I had the time and the energy, but I can't crank any more of these out. No, and that was the first and last rhyming scavenger hunt. And much how you should never Google your symptoms when you're sick, you should never turn to Instagram when you're feeling insecure. So to all of you wonderful parent influencers out there who keep telling me how easy it is to be a fun mom and do creative crafts with the tinies, for the last time, I do not have a hose.
Okay. I live in an apartment. I don't have a hose, a garage. I don't have storage room for paints and reams of felt or empty storage bins. You know what's in my storage bins? Storage. And I am not going to waste an entire bin of rice or a box of pasta. Okay. That is food in my house. The other thing I hate about these crafts is after you do them, you, you got to keep them around a little bit. No, 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 no. I don't want any more clutter. I want to only do things that at the end I can burn or toss down the drain. And speaking of crap everywhere, even Marie Kondo, you know, the queen of minimalism, she's given up. She has three kids and has abandoned her minimalist life. Seriously. And I quote, I've given up tidying up after having three kids. There's stuff everywhere. <laughs> no more spark and joy in that house. Thank you for your service, Marie Kondo. I talk more about curating entertainment for our kids with comedian Jordan Klepper, who you know from The Daily Show. So keep listening to episode 21 right after this. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs 
programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. I'm excited to talk to my fellow Brooklyner. You know him from The Daily Show, The Opposition with Jordan Klepper, and his Fingers the Pulse specials and segments. So fun to say that. Hey, it's Jordan Klepper. Hello. Hey, everybody. (laughs) I know you have a newish child, but just tell us what is the age, and if you feel like it, name of of your child. My child is, his name is Wit. He's in the two and a half range. Mm. I think now that we've gotten past two, it feels like discussing months is for the birds. That's right. And I don't even count them anymore. I just know he's past two. He's not three. He's somewhere in the middle. I assume you just probably had to go through your apartment and baby proof it. Yes. Although I think there was an evolution of the baby proofing. You not only watch a child get older and become more resilient to the world around them. I think you become more resilient to the idea of caring for your child in completion. And so that be, that kind of worked together of <laughs> we baby-proofed the crap out of this place. And then we, we started to realize as he got older and more used to the corners, it got a little bit wilder. <laughs> Suddenly you'll stumble on an outlet that you're like, we haven't covered up that outlet? Oh, well, good for him. This is him understanding <laughs> he doesn't need to. We also just purchased a bunk bed which it told us not to do for some child under six, but we're taking the risk. We're like, he's a smart little guy. Right. Does that top bunk have a little railing? It has a little railing, but there are, there's an open fake window that is appealing, to be quite honest. (laughs) Well. (laughs) If I'm being totally honest too, we misjudged the size of mattress needed. So there's a good four inch gap between (laughs) the end of the mattress and the completion of the bunk bed that a real... A child could slide down and probably will slide down. This this podcast is a deposition for a future uh, court appearance where I have to discuss the, the fallibility of this structure. I will just say right now that my brother and I shared a room for many years, and he had the top bunk. I had the lower bunk. And so I do remember, I think he had a sleepover with a friend, so I went to the top bunk. Maybe I was three, maybe I was four. Fell right off. You did. Sure. Here I am. You lived. (laughs) You lived. Do you have some sort of padding or some sort of uh, mattress also on the floor? Of there is. We have a little bit. We have a little bit of padding on the floor. Again, this is me rationalizing. Is this what people do on your podcast? They come on here and they rationalize half thought through parenting choices because in the danger zone, I've put essentially a beanbag chair underneath the danger zone, which aesthetically kind of works but more so it's like oh if he tumbles there's a beanbag chair he learns he maybe laughs he calls me in and we we review the whole thing we review it we're we're stronger we're better for it how do you feel about uh television programming that is slated towards that age of a child oh ophira don't get me started (laughs) this is i'm a luddite in all of this I have issues with the television that's aimed at these kids, mm-hmm. the Coco Melon, the Gabby's Dollhouse. 
I'm knee deep in all of these. <laughs> Bluey gets the one pass. This is what everyone says. For me, the issue is less the content that is on the screen, but it's the way it's presented. So fast. It's so fast. That being said, you can't fight it. I work in TV. Yeah, you work in you stuff. work in a uh, comedy news program, which actually is teaching people things through entertainment, which yeah, is hilarious. Yeah, I get. I also I voice a Disney cartoon as well. So there's I'm I'm part of the problem. I'm fully aware of that. Wit wants little bits and pieces, and so he will get a, a Gabby's Dollhouse for a little bit, a Bluey here and there. The thing that I've felt best about my parenting hack from a year ago when he was a little bit younger is we let him watch. Uh, music performances, mm -hmm. dance performances that are like a locked off shot of the New York ballet. And he loves it. Or even old school TV. He, he, Wit loves singing and dancing. And so would watch like singing in the rain and bits and pieces from that. Yeah. So YouTube became a better way to curate at least things that moved at a pace that he could comprehend and get excited about. Yeah, we would watch a lot of like classic Sesame Street. Really is so slow and calm. It's very slow and calm. <laughs> uh, so just because we're talking about kids programming, you work in television, uh, I want to just do a quick true or false game with you. Ooh. I am just going to give you the description of a kid show. And you are just going to tell me if this is a real show. <laughs> oh, no. Or okay. if it's just a, something we wrote. I love it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Okay, here's the first one. It's called Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> King Stupid rules over the whole world and forces humans to do his bidding. His butler is named Goober. And there is also a little boy, David, whose finger is possessed by the devil. And David pokes people into submission. I'm going to say, I mean, trust me, this this could get two seasons on Netflix for sure. I'm going to say this is a fake show only because I think it's just over the line triggering wise to call something stupid for a kid's show. That's, that's never going to get past the third level of woke, which I'm okay with. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with the third level of woke, but I'm going to say not a show. Okay. Here's the deal. You're familiar with the BBC, aren't you? <laughs> I love the BBC. <laughs> yeah, it's real. It was oh. 2004. It was a 2004 kids show. It lasted 20 episodes. Wow. On the Stupid. BBC. 20 episodes on the BBC is like, that's like cheers in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about butt ugly Martians? Four butt ugly Martians land on Earth with a mission to take over the planet, but instead they fall in love with American culture and decide to stay and hang out. But they must avoid the evil Emperor Bog. Butt ugly Martians is uh -huh. the title. I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna say it's an Israeli show that Hulu picked up and remade. <laughs> it is real. Yes. It is also British. <laughs> 2001, I love that they're just going stupid and then butt ugly. I mean, fantastic. Uh, I bet it's all James Corden back in the day. <laughs> he books everything. He booked four parts on this British show. Wow. Is that possible? All right. This one's called Stinky Annie. <laughs> Annie is the smelliest kid in her class. In each episode, she attempts to build or create a scientific solution to her problem, but they always go bust. Stinky Annie's best friend is a three-year-old who lives down the street called No Nose Pete. So there's uh, some stem, a little stem. Some, but anti-stem. I feel like we're creating a narrative about a, a girl who's not good at science. Is oh, that, that is true. Oh. Okay, but maybe this is the British. They don't care. They go right for the jugular. I, I like the setup here. <laughs> 
but I'm going to say fake show, partially because you're a pro at these games and you can't go three real ones in a row. That would just be, as far as a running order goes, it would, that, that's, that's an incorrect running order. So I'm going to say fake show. Unbelievable seeing through the joke structure. Uh, <laughs> you are correct. That is fake. That is fake. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I, I loved Peanuts as a kid. Yeah. And I watch Peanuts with my son now and he likes it. I, he didn't like it at first. There's a lot of existentialism. <laughs> Yeah. Peanuts. But now he really likes it. But in the classic ones, there's Pigpen. And it's just, I'm always like, why? How? Is that okay? What's going on? Have we opened that one up yet? (laughs) Has has Mindy Kaling done a (laughs) spinoff about this yet? I... I'm pro Pigpen, and I'm also going to sell that spinoff to Hulu right now. It's, <laughs> well, Stinky Annie's fake, so you're you're free to take that premise and do with it what you will. All right, I got a couple more for you. Yep. How about Kissy Fur? Kissy Fur is a circus bear whose mom died tragically in an accident. Now it's just him and his dad in a traveling abusive circus until their carriage derails and they escape. Father and son are on the run in this animated series. Oh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say real because I like this world building. Carney's good for animation. Yep, you're right. That is real. It was on NBC, but you know, so many kids' tales, especially Disney, as we always make fun of, start with uh, at least one dead parent. Wit wants to watch movies, yeah. and everyone we start off, it is it's it's a cliche, but I'm like, oh no, it's it's very disturbing. We we started Ratatouille, and there's like a gun that gets pulled out. In the oh first yeah, two minutes. Like, and he freaked out. The one win we've had is Wally. Really? Wally, because it was a robot. I was like, oh, he liked robots. I was like, do you want to see The darkest Wally? tale of all time. <laughs> Wit's got some ennui going on. That's what we're trying to give him. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. I, we, we also, I was like, maybe we go old school Disney. We tried the Jungle Book, but that's all kinds of problematic and yep. dark and weird. And oh, yeah. We tried like, Fantasia until there is a scene done in Shadows where M- Mickey beats the shit out of a broom and bucket that is like more terrifying and it's with the orchestra that music that is just going like it's i know it's a child gives you new eyes that you see the world that you have been birthed into you're like i've been watching violence nonstop. we love despicable men we saw laura and i went and saw the minions movie before we had a child on opening night we're the only adults with no kids there we love the minions they're so funny like we'll show our kid the minions like oh right the minions are just insane violent <laughs> dumb creatures that like he's they're like minions. why are they constantly they're hitting minions. <laughs> they're evil creatures who get their way through violence so you're like oh right oh that's the inherent comedy here maybe let's put Singing of the Rain back on are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts. 
as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. So I, you grew up in Kalamazoo, and Kalamazoo, although it sounds like a Dr. Seuss-inspired uh, town, was that was that a idyllic place for you, or was it somewhere that you were like, I cannot wait to get out of this place? No, I, I, I love Kalamazoo and still do. It's right in the middle there of a small town and a big town, and uh, college town, I went to college there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to college four blocks from where my parents lived. Uh so they were like, "Oh, you're not moving out of the house. Cool." They're like, cool. Oh, "Oh, all right." <laughs> I did live live in the dorms, but I I did laundry. Oh, at sure, home. you did. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo was great, though. And so my my family is from there, and I I kind of kept doing smaller circles of testing the waters. I went from Kalamazoo and then Kalamazoo College to Chicago, two and a half hours down the road. Okay. And that was sort of where the comedy world was. And it was like, oh, I like this. I also like the big city. A big benefit of Kalamazoo College is that like 80% of students there do study abroad. And oh. that was sort of a life-changing event for me. I went to London for six months. You're like, oh, the animated shows here are perfect. <laughs> exactly. I get to watch Stupid. <laughs> I get to watch Stupid nonstop. <laughs> But you went for math. I mean, I know you double major in math and theater, but where was the math? I was a nerd in high school. I went to, they have a thing in Kalamazoo called the Math and Science Center, where you half the day, the nerds go and they learn just math and science. Mm. And then I got a scholarship that you had to major in math or science and it would pay for college. There's a, there's a difference between being good at math and being a person who sees math in a way that I just couldn't 
see it. Mm. And also the opportunities in a math world are slim. Or <laughs> basically everybody there, they, they, they got excited like near the end of, for all the, the majors. I think there were six math majors at my college. And they brought in, they were like, it's not just, it's not just teaching. If you get a math major, you can do other things besides teaching math. We have an actuarial scientist who's going to come in and tell you about that. And they brought in this lovely, very boring man whose job was to guess when people die yes. for insurance companies. <laughs> and he told us that he lived a very comfortable life. They paid him very well. And that that was something we could do. And I was like, okay, well, trying to game a system and figure out when people down the street are going to die. You're like, oh, yeah, well, this... There's there's a, there's a lot of BS in all of these industries. At least there, there's only one where I can pretend to be a fairy and dance around all day, and people will say it's inspired. So let's let's follow that one. Right, we'll still be like that was art. <laughs> that was uh, art. Good way to be free. After college, you go to Chicago and uh, audition. I imagine for Second City, right? Yeah, kind of how Second City works is you you get in the line, you take a bunch of classes and then you, you audition over and over again to be a part of their touring company. So that was sort of my, my path. So you're part of that touring company. How long were you there before you were like New York? I was in Chicago for like nine years. Chicago kind of sells you the story that like the only way to get a working job in comedy is to put in your time and be in your late 30s on one of the stages there, and then SNL will come through and maybe give you a writing job. And that bubble got burst about halfway there when the internet became a thing. Yes. That's how old I am. Oh, you know what? You're a funny person. Make a YouTube video. Yep. Like, Lorne Michaels would come through, but he's finding other people elsewhere. And then you realize there's other jobs in comedy that have other skill sets. And I had come out to New York a little bit, and I, I lucked out and I booked something here on a, a summer and I was like, oh, my God, there's an opportunity here, potentially. It didn't go anywhere, but it was like, I want to give this place a shot. You get here, you join the, uh, the UCB, which is the Upright mm -hmm. Citizens Brigade, which is also an improv theater. How long were you working in that improv scene before you got hired at The Daily Show? I probably got here in 2010, doing a lot of improv through the UCB. And I would get some writing jobs. I wrote for reality TV, yeah. did strange stuff here and there. <laughs> You're finding ways in this industry, but the kind of the Daily Show break happens in 2014. A lot of your brilliance on that show is doing this person on the street interview that is the direct result of just being great at improv. The Daily Show correspondent job, a job I, I, I love, you know, when I got hired, it asked two very different things. One, for you to play a character on a green screen next to Jon Stewart writing material that you wrote that day. Very specific thing, both performative and a writing thing. I was like, okay. But frankly, I was lucky enough that like I had, had kind of done that stuff with the Second City. I knew how to like create material fast. And I also knew how to play a character who was a big blowhard um, and could kind of do things spur of the moment. That's what improv teaches you. And the secondary thing that they asked is that you're able to go out into the field and and create on on the fly. And so that was something that's a very different skill set and is a very improv skill set. And so now, that's primarily my main gig is that I'm out there and talking to people. Were you always thinking maybe uh, as an adult that like, I can't wait to start a family? Our industry is so strange and so weird that the timetable shifts, you know, Midwest timetable, New York timetable. Midwest, you have a kid at 25. In New York, you have a kid at 72, I think is the average <laughs> exactly. age now. Just two <laughs> years before it's over. 
It's weird. It's like, ah, I made a decision. My wife did a podcast called Should We Have Kids while we were discussing having kids. So this is, you just. <laughs> it's just so rife for us to the conversation. But, you know, that I think you are right. And that's like part of the reason why I'm even doing this project, because I do think the conversation about being a parent is changing infinitely. And mm-hmm. I do not think a lot of the books and even the entertainment out there, it's still catching up. The parenting books did not talk to me because of working at night or hustling all the time. Yeah. Just even being like, oh, it's 6 p.m. I'm leaving. That, well, honestly, the stand-up world is still bonkers. It still doesn't it doesn't make sense for the young child. It's so hard. The hustle that you have to, to keep up in the stand-up world and be a parent, is it, that still baffles me. I feel like I can mildly understand it a little bit in the Daily Show world or even mildly in the improv world, but I my my live performances have gone way down. They have, yeah. Because, I mean, you still do them, as I know. Yes, as, as we are lucky enough to get to do some live performances here. And <laughs> yeah. There. Although, I, I would say this, though. I I mean, I was 40, 40 41 when I uh, became a parent, and with the conversation around having a child, you fear as an artist that it will suck your ambition, that your ambition right. will take a hit and could die and your desire to like create will take a hit. And I think that was definitely an anxiety that I had. And then you have a kid and I realized it's totally true, but (laughs) it's better. Right. And I think that's what I was like, Oh, I didn't understand that. I was like, do I have less ambition to do an improv show at 1030 or what have you? Yeah. I mean, I always call it like critical choices. Like then you just look at what you, what you're able to do and you start going like, all right, no, it's kind of like editing a piece of writing Mm -hmm. where you're like, okay, there's a lot, we got to call this down to 400 (laughs) words. So what's going? And some of it's going to be stuff that you're like, oh, I really like that part. Too bad. Out. And then you look at what's left and you're like, actually, this is, this is better. That's what it, it's the brainstorming period is over. We we had a we had a we had a great forty years of brainstorming. Now it's time to make some decisions. That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of fat on this thing. Let's cut it off. Let's see if it floats. If anybody wants to read this short novella, it's self indulgent, yes, but at least at least we made the choice to end the brainstorming. At least period. It's, a, you'll, it's a short read. That's not what I have always said about anything. I'm like, it's a short read. We have Jordan, the dad, who is going out talking to these people who claim that there is a uh, there's two militaries in America. One is run by Trump and it's the good one. And then one is run by Biden. and It's the evil one. It's mind blowing. And then you come home to play with your child. Do you have a decompression chamber that you put your little brain through <laughs> to to make that shift or to meditate <laughs> you know, the, the chamber looks really good usually it has a set of taps behind a big wooden area uh, i've always wanted one of those uh, bends kind of chambers <laughs> for myself exactly i mean i will say things have shifted in being a dad one because of safety issues and i'm lucky because i get to ride with uh lovely security folks and what have you but like it pulls into question because when you become a, a parent you have a brand new job which is stay alive yeah yes a job that i hadn't thought a ton about but you're like oh i guess my number one job is stay alive yeah and then a joke alive and a joke (laughs) (laughs) stay alive and a joke yes (laughs) so there's that is now a new brain component with it all but i mean it makes me so much more grateful to come home and Mm -hmm. to to play to to laugh and i think like 
to connect with like the humanity that I recognize and have hope and joy in because it can be pretty depressing on the road with some of these conversations, especially sure. the ones that go beyond just being ridiculously conspiratorial. And there are some that are so angry and mean in a way that I don't see reflected in a lot of the people that I do talk to day in and day out. And so, you know, as a parent, I am so I am so lucky to be able to come home and my job right now, I get to spend a lot of time with Wit. He loves to dance and to sing and to twirl. And like the quicker I can go from being at a Trump rally yeah. to like dancing to the nutcracker in my living room, <laughs> like the better person I will be. Yeah. And probably the longer I will live. So <laughs> that tends to be my goal. That's great. Do you find that, you know, as you are talking to people in the street and you are um, dealing with, let's just call them unreasonable things or factual problems, do you think you can use that, some of your tactics on a toddler to, you know, get them to put a jacket on? I, I think that I can, but the efficacy is low. With, you don't like to wear jackets. No. And then, the, the, and then it was, well, maybe we will just walk in the cold and then he'll know to put on a jacket. Mm -mm. And then you're just the terrible parent where people are like, look at that kid walking with no jacket. You're like, he chose this life. Don't look at me. I mean, my wife often makes fun of me out of frustration when I bring my questioning ideas to the, the dining room table. And she's like, you can accept defeat and not have to grill somebody to try to get the answer that you oh, want. Oh, that's like, hilarious. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Perhaps they don't have to treat this like there's a follow-up, there's a follow-up. Aha, there's a contradiction. Aha, uh -huh, you said you were going to do that, right? Well, case dismissed. So she, there's times where I will get into that mode and she will be like, no, shut this down. Oh, I, I married that. the most annoying person on the planet. Can you imagine being married to that guy? Right. So, She's like, save it for the show. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But with wit, there is, there, there is no negotiating with the child. There is no negotiating. He, he wins. The conversation we had even this morning is, in the world of Amazon, a child could <laughs> want something, and then he could have it in the next day. That's which right. Was, I remember growing up and wanting the toy I coveted so much was like Han Solo's toy laser. I remember my mom was like, if you want that. We'll put it on a layaway. You have to work for it. Three weeks from now, maybe you can get it. And that was such a big, important thing. And and my wife was getting ready to order something that Wit had asked for this morning. And it would arrive by like tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. He can't just wake up and want purple tights. And then he gets them the next day. He has to go work for it. For God's sakes, go go write a funny sketch. You know? <laughs> Come on, some, some some really good tweets for dad. Do something to help this family move forward. And then you're going to get these purple leggings. My son also invents things that actually don't exist that he wants. He was like, I want a pair of sneakers with springs on the bottom that turn into wheels. I was like, you got you to make that, okay? Oh. <laughs> He's like, look on Amazon. I'm like, no, 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 it's just some work. Like that. <laughs> that is, yeah. Our our country's next great inventors are just going to get totally like, eh, I'll just Google it. It's probably on there. Like, no, you, you go and you make it. You discover something. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah. I'll buy it. Do you talk to your kid about like what is a joke and what is not a joke and what's funny and what's annoying? Occasionally, I'll try to show wit little bits and pieces of comedy that I love to see what, if anything, resonates. And there's a little moment from an Alan Partridge video where Alan Partridge just makes a best friend. And then he shows up at a parking lot and he sees this guy friend who's like just too far away. His name is Dan. And he's like, oh, there's Dan. There's Dan. And very excitedly just goes, Dan, Dan, 
Dan! Dan! And this goes on for like 40 seconds. Okay. Of just aggressive screaming at a person who's not listening to you but not letting it go. <laughs> I showed it to Wit and Wit got it. And it, it, he thought it was so funny. And now without me even being there, he will bring this joke up to friends with him. Oh and now gosh. it's an inside joke we have whenever like he went off to school this morning. And as he leaves, he says, Dan, and I scream Dan back to him. And so now he speaks Dan bits back and forth to me. <laughs> totally amazing. Jordan, thank you so much. Thank Ophira, you this is so, so fun. much. I love, uh, I love hearing all about your life. And I know that uh, I get to see you soon on the stage. But for all of our listeners, obviously they can catch you on The Daily Show. They can also watch your Emmy-nominated and award-winning comedy specials. Mostly nominated. Oh, <laughs> I think my some really well-nominated specials Extreme. go watch them. Listen, nominated, and there are some awards in there. L- <laughs> may we all say that. Thanks so much, Jordan. <laughs> Thanks, Zafira. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend or an acquaintance about our podcast. More listeners means more episodes in the future. So thank you so much. And go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Why not? Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Parenting is a Joke or on Twitter at Parenting Joke. And hey, we have a monthly newsletter. Go to our website, Parenting is a Joke Pod, to sign up. You can follow me on the socials at Ophira E., and if you're in Austin, Texas, you can come see me do a live show of Parenting is a Joke as part of iHeart's presence at South by Southwest on Saturday, March 11th at Hotel St. Cecilia. Come on by. Go to my website, OphiraEisenberg.com. Our episode is produced by me and Julie Smith-Clem. Our editor is Nina Porzuki. Our sound designer is Tina Toby Mack. Our game writer is Emily Winter. Our theme song and music is by Adira Amram and The Experience. Special thanks to all of the engineers at CityVox. Hey, it's me again. So it took us halfway through our season to realize that the ads placed in our show must be based on keywords, like audio keywords from our show. Because how else do you explain plaque pariasis other than the fact that we did a whole game on pediatric dentistry? So based on that, I'm just going to throw out some keywords, hoping that it influences ads in our future shows. Here we go. Hawaii, Paris, Turks and Caicos, affordable childcare, free babysitting, extended hour soccer camp with free spaces, easy to use kid toenail clippers, ibuprofen delivery service, 2007 Russian River Valley Pinot Noir, Delivery service, amoxicillin, diazepam, why not? Delicious meals in minutes, not made by you. Yacht vacations, not a cruise. Yacht vacations. Swim up bar, swim up bar in exotic locales. Swim up bar in your city that you didn't know about. Self-generating scavenger hunts that take hours. Fingers crossed, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.